0: Your weekly look at the new release shelf begins right now. How about something really exciting? New and excitingly
1: different. That's a record. Enjoy the list you get from the perfect blend of their new
2: album. and the key. Drop and drop Coming up today on the show, we have brand new music from Ani DeFranco.
3: The daddy
4: he crumble as the plaster when he punched the wall beside my head.
2: Plus, we hear from former SoCAN songwriting prize winner Mo Kenny Through
3: the door into the glass Your eyes fixed on the sun at last
2: And a true Canadian rock legend joins us this week Stay tuned for my conversation with Sass Jordan
5: Take the high boat easy When you still be-
0: The capital of Canada, you're listening to The Album Drop.
2: Here's Phil Shirakawa. And another episode of The Album Drop is on the air. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Lots of great stuff to get to, but we have to begin today with an apology. Because I know some of the members of Ottawa band New Swears listen to this very show. They've told me. I can't explain why it's taken me so long to get their new record and The Magic of Horses on the air, but it has, and for that, I'm sorry. If you want to talk about a band that can capture the sound of this city in a record, this is it. These boys have done it. And it's so, so good. We're going to start with a song called Comfortably Hungover. This is New Swears, here on the album drop.
1: She's See you then. Rob. Rob. Whole life, thinking you're one of a kind
2: swears from the record and the magic of horses that was seven 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 we also heard dance with the devil comfortably hungover was the first one we played and all of them are on that record available now on dine alone you can also buy it through their band camp which is linked up on today's page at our website thealbumdrop.ca. speaking of which this is episode 336 of the album drop and thank you very much for being a part of this one or any of them or all of them you can hear most of them on our website thealbumdrop.ca, and uh You're welcome to connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, things like that, uh, to keep up with what's going on here on the show. And of those 336 episodes, a good majority of them have been recorded here at the wonderful studios at CHUO FM, downtown Ottawa. And they will continue to be done that way, at least that's the plan. However, as with most sources of independent media like the network of stations that play this program I can tell you that CHUO requires a little bit of outside help in order to be able to make fantastic radio like I don't know, the album drop and there's a few ways that uh, you can can help. Um, If you're in Ottawa, you're welcome to come down to the studios in the Morissette building on campus at the University of Ottawa Uh, we're in the sub-basement Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, uh, and just kind of open your wallet and dump it out on the table. Um, also, uh, you can go to GoFundMe.com slash C-H-U-O-F-M and make a uh, donation there. Make sure you tell them that the album drop sent you. Uh, you can also go to uh, C-H-U-O F-M slash support uh, and find uh, all the ways uh, to make that happen there. You know, it's really tough because... Uh, This station, like many of the stations in the uh, community radio sector, uh, operates as a not-for-profit organization. So, uh, it's not like we could just play a bunch of commercials. Um, It doesn't really work that way. Um, And we're not going to go and put on infomercials or anything like that because you don't want to hear about that. You want something to be different. There's lots of stations in Ottawa that play infomercials overnight that you can listen to. We don't need that here. No, we want to make Fun, exciting, informative, and quality radio programming for your listening pleasure. And unfortunately, we need your help to make that happen. So please go to chuo.fm slash support or gofundme.com slash chuo.fm. And please give what you can to support independent radio. And can you imagine being a singer-songwriter with enough lifetime inspiration to write, record, and release 20 albums? It happens. Binary is the name of the 20th full-length release from American singer-songwriter Annie DeFranco. Now, Annie is like the queen of DIY for pretty much her entire adult life. Uh, she was emancipated from her parents in her late teens, uh, got into music right away, started um, in art school by forming her own record label, Righteous Babe Records, which uh, she's been working at since the 1980s, and has never looked back. I guess uh, you can call her music folk rock, um, but much like her career path, nothing about anything that she does fits perfectly into a box, and that is Ani DeFranco in a nutshell. We're going to start with a tune called Spider. The record is called Binary. Brand new stuff from Annie DeFranco here on the album drop.
0: listening to the album drop we should be friends like us on facebook follow us on twitter or connect with us on instagram In the blue.
2: is called Binary. It's brand new stuff from Ani DeFranco. That was Play God. We also heard the title track. Spider was before that. All of them on this record, which is available now through Righteous Babe Records. It's the album drop. I'm Phil Shirakawa. Thanks a lot for listening to our show. Still to come today, music from former SoCan songwriting prize winner Mo Kenny, brand new single from L7, and we talked to Canadian rock legend Sass Jordan. Stick around, it's coming up right after this.
0: You're only moments away from more great music. The album drop will return. I
3: only talk to you by telephone And rarely see you on my weekend
2: From the guy who lives next door To the producer of Friday the 13th, part 6 Comes a story about nature Sweetheart Yes, dear? And the afterworld.
0: Where did this honey come from?
2: Our hives, naturally. Then why is it green? A pollinating tale of resistance and the supernatural. I don't understand. The chemicals should have killed them. But it's, it's not working. No, they're dead. Just wait. <gasps> that science can't explain.
0: How are they flying with no heads? Why won't they die? The better question is, why won't they stay dead?
2: Zombies buzzing into theaters this Halloween. Don't eat that honey!
0: The album drop continues right now. Here's your host, Bill Shirakawa. I will
6: make you
2: And we are back here on the album drop and joining me is legendary Canadian singer-songwriter. Is legendary the right word to describe you, <laughs> Sass Jordan?
7: Oh my god, not to me, but I I suppose if you're talking to someone else. Legendary Epic, well, awesome, y- astounding, and a dinosaur, <laughs> dinosaurus, oh. dinosaurus, Jordanusus Rex, that's me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm, th- I'm thinking you're being a little hard on yourself here. I
7: uh, know. <laughs> Luckily, I don't eat human flesh. <laughs> No, I'm teasing. Uh, legendary. It just sounds fun, you know. It sounds weird. Imagine anybody calling you legendary, but um, to some to some people, I guess it is.
2: Well, you know, how do you describe an artist who's had, you know, a, a career uh, for that's gone for, on this long for for such exactly. a long time that continues to be moving for you, millions of records sold. Um.
7: Yeah, I know. I would say fairly successful. That's what I. And <laughs> the fairly successful <laughs> short is with me. Phil, so I'm sorry, I can't help it. I just, I, I, have to make myself laugh with these things. But yeah, I think it's amazing that I've been around this long. Honestly, considering the fact that when I look at, you know, all a lot of the people that started out around the same time that I started uh, have gone. Some of them are dead. Some of them have just dropped off the face of the, of the well, the touring circuit and the, and the recording circuit, performing circuit. So. I think the fact that I've I've hung in this long definitely is a legendary feat. What? But I love what I do. I love what I do. I love to do this, and I'm lucky enough to still be able to do it. it. You know, I don't know. It's I guess it's a tough thing. Well, I know it's a tough thing, because look at all the people that aren't doing it anymore, like I said.
2: And it must be nice to know that people care enough to still come out to your shows.
7: Yeah. I think that... You know, somebody in my position, if you had songs that meant something to somebody at some point, that that never goes away, especially when it, when you were younger, you know, and you were, like, when you were growing up and you were hearing these songs. It's a part of the, shall we say, the backdrop, you know, the soundtrack to your, your personal soundtrack to your life, you know? So that never goes away. All the songs that you loved when you were growing up, you're still going to love now. I mean, the kids who grew up listening to Britney Spears, I wonder what that's going to be like.
2: Well, I, I, I'm thinking a lot of therapy. But
7: you know. <laughs> But you know what? I already know because I, I remember, you know, New Kids on the Block and all those bands. Do you remember? And, I, and there's people now who are like in their late 30s, early 40s, who are like, oh, I'm going to go see New Kids on the Block. The new version of the old kid, of the old kids on the—I mean, the new kid—I can't remember. Whatever <laughs> the kids that used to be, the grown-ups who are now on the block, we're going to go see them. <laughs> so that's already happening. It's you know, I, time flies by, doesn't it?
2: it? You know, it definitely does. I remember. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm I'm 32 years old. So um, when I was a kid, wow. um, one one tape that was always in rotation in my mom's car was Racine. Uh-huh. Um, oh, Missy so, and your mom? <laughs> she no, she's she, she's she, 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 she Isn't she's that cool. She's that's a serious so cool. influence on my music consumption today. Um, yeah, and, and because I mean, fun. when it, when, you know, when I was a kid, we listened to rock and roll all the time. That's just how, how I grew up.
7: Christie listened to it because that was from when she was growing up,
2: right? Well, that that's exactly it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So she was she was cool enough to make sure that uh, we turned out all right, at least in regards to how we <laughs> consume. So music. what
7: did you you like if you like, like you listen Nirvana or or uh, Pearl Jam or any of that stuff?
2: It that's that's actually yeah, Nirvana and Pearl Jam were probably my two favorite bands. Uh, to be oh, honest. Oh really? With.
7: Yeah. How about that? That's amazing. I, I can't I, believe I just nailed the two bands that you were into. That's just insane.
2: Y- you know, I, I think I think you're going to give at least one of my parents a heart attack there because like <laughs> it's 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 not it, it was borderline obsessive at times. That's really the only reason I do a radio show is to try try to make them happy. So
7: Oh, that's awesome. Yay. <laughs> say hi. If
2: you, if you could, that would be great.
7: I'll oh, say hi. Hi Phil's parents. <laughs> hi Phil's mom and hi dad.
2: Oh man, you, you you've just saved Christmas, Sass. Um,
7: <laughs> the sass that saved Christmas for Phil.
2: That sounds like a children's book waiting to happen.
7: Um, you know, that is a great idea, so. And interestingly enough, that is it's, it's timely because I just finished writing a whole bunch of stories for these um, Racine-revisited semi-acoustic shows. This will be the third show here in Ottawa. That'll be the third. Yes, it's the third show. So anyway, I had to write a whole bunch of stories because it's, it's really, as I was saying, it's like a storyteller show. So I'm going to be talking about all the stuff that was that led up to the making of Racine, So some of the stuff that was happening. That year, 1992, when we were touring it, so writing a a story about the Sassy Saved Christmas should be fairly easy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to ask you about making uh, Racing Revisited because Mm -hmm. you know a a lot of acts, you know, they'll go on tour to you know to celebrate an anniversary of a record. Maybe they'll play it cover to cover. Maybe they'll like remaster it or release it with you know some B sides on, on a second disc or something. Um, but you, you went back into the studio and re-recorded the whole record.
7: Sure did. I, well, It was because I didn't. I wanted to do something that I found exciting and interesting to do, and all those other things, like what you just said, remastering or remixing and all that, just that didn't interest me as much as the idea of taking the record and instead of bringing it up to date and doing it like um, what... What you would normally do is you would just update everything, you know what I mean? And make it sound like it's it's it was recorded today. So anyway, I thought, wouldn't it be cool if instead of... We went to a studio in the country outside of Calgary called OCL. And we were in the studio together. And we all recorded in one room together. We used no click track. We used no audio It was just... Because, like... One of my most favorite records ever on the planet is a record from a band called The Band, and the record is called Music from Big Pink. And what they did with that record is they spent about, like, a a couple of months in upstate New York in this huge house called Big Pink. And they wrote and recorded one of the seminal records of all time, which is precisely that. And so I wanted to do something like that because – to me that's the most romantic idea like making a record as like it's a whole family and there's dogs running around and chickens and people are cooking together and having wine and you know having a blast and having and making music and there's to me that's like the, the ultimate uh, ultimate joyful thing and so that's what we did to me it's it's, it's even it's got an even better energy than the first one Hey everybody, this is South Jordan, and you are listening to Phil, my buddy Phil, on the album drop.
6: Wind blows through this empty room, like blood from an open wound. Shut my eyes, I don't want to see, no. And outside there's a big parade, some girl, she got it made. But things change in the time it takes to breathe, yeah well, I can't stand a see your hands on you Cause you were my religion too You don't Yeah.
2: Her new old record, Racine Revisited, Sass Jordan, and you don't have to remind me here on the album drop. She's playing the NAC tonight, doing a uh, VH1 Storytellers type kind of show, uh, kind of sitting down talking about the record. Should be a good one, you should check that out. This is the album drop, and uh, right now we want to play something from Halifax singer-songwriter Mo Kenny. Her new record is out now, it's called The Details, it's her third, and it's her first record not produced by Joel Plaskett. When, uh, went for a little bit of a different vibe this time around. Uh, on this one, we see uh, Kenny taking her listeners on a journey through her mind uh, at, at a very interesting and somewhat erratic pace at times, which creates a very engaging record that I implore you to uh, check out some of these tunes. We're going to start with one called If You're Not Dead. It's brand new stuff from Mo Kenny here on The Album Drop.
0: then prove it. Go to facebook.com slash the album drop and let the world know.
3: I've been hanging
0: Album drop.
5: It was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get.
2: Oh Kenny, that one is called On the Roof, we also heard Unglued, If You're Not Dead was the first one we played from her new record, The Details, which is available now on Pheromone Records. Uh, It's also on uh, the streaming services, you can get it on iTunes and Spotify and all those places where you've come to expect new music to be found without actually having to leave your house. What a world we live in, isn't it? (sighs) And with that, we're just about out of time for this week on the program, but I want to get to something new from L7. When they announced their reformation back in late 2014, I figured it was like most nostalgia acts. You know, they'd play a few festival shows, maybe they'd uh, re-release a classic record, that kind of thing. And that would be about it. Well, I was wrong. Um, First thing they did uh, after playing a few shows and kind of getting the rust off was uh, put together a documentary. It's called Pretend We're Dead, and uh, they put it together through Kickstarter so you can get it now. It's done, it's out. Um, apparently it's pretty cool. Um, and then, um, recently we got, uh, the first new music from the band since 1999. Is there more in the future? Well, uh, who's to say right now? What I do know is that this has been the album drop. Thanks for listening. Emails are always welcome. Phil at the album and you can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We leave you with brand new music from L7. It's called Dispatch from Mar-a-Lago. Guess what it's about. Until next time, I'm Phil Shirakawa.
0: Listening. Smell you
3: later. This whole thing has gone on long enough. Bye. Have a beautiful
0: time. If you missed anything or just can't get enough, check out the thealbumdrop.ca. I'll
3: be back. When will this insanity end?
0: Bye, Bennett. Please, can I it? We'll be back next week. Okay, I've been.